pivots, fakes, chucks the big bomb halfway down the field to our hopefully still wide open tailback. I call it the annexation of Puerto Rico. What's up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome to APR, the annexation of Puerto Rico. I'm your host, Jordan Stacks on Stacks on Stacks. Lats here is always with my man, Mr. Raider Eddie Martin. What's going on tonight, Raider, Raider Eddie? The best days uh, we've had in a long time. I'm throw it out there. Oh, my man, my man, my man. Eddie's ready, dude. He's dude, ready. Is it is it football season yet? Like, if we started, because like I'm ready to go. I don't need to watch baseball. I saw the Ace hat you got on there. Oh shit! Like, hey, I had know, mine on earlier because it was hat. green, and like couldn't get that shit off fast enough. Um, I got the green hoodie, the green hat, man. I was out at circuit today. It was fucking St. Patty's Day for sure. Actually, uh, I got some green dye for my beer I'm about to drink, too. So I'm oh, gonna, nice. There you go. I'm going to throw that in there. We're going to do a little uh, little St. Patty's Day special, baby. So Nice. Okay. I like it. Uh, I'm not doing that. Uh, I got I to but... do it for you, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, there you go. I appreciate that. Uh, you know, not Irish. Ounce of Irish in my body. What? You're not? I thought you were Irish. No. No. Nope, Scottish? Nope. No, I'm uh, German and Hispanic. Oh. <laughs> the whitest Mexican you'll ever see in your life. Damn, I always thought you were Irish, dude. Cause no. Like, no, dude. Like, I mean, I, I say Patty's is like a good day to drink, right? Like, that's the, uh, <laughs> I the mean, it's the best excuse, dude. That's the excuse, Let's right? Go, for, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't. Uh... Send it in, Jerome! <laughs> <laughs> it is, dude. Uh, but let's, let's hop into the show, man. Let's hop into the show. So we got it. Um, obviously some big NFL news broke, um, for today, which see, this is two weeks in a row, bro. Like literally right before we record something breaks, um, mm -hmm. or the day of, I should say. And here we are. Devontae Adams is in, I was about to say an Oakland Raider. He's a Las Vegas. I Raider. wish. You know what? What? What's your thoughts on this, man? Dude. What's your thoughts? This is this is big time, man. Let's go, y'all. So like, not only is it just Devonte Adams, but that's like the the grand scheme of the last two days, even right? Like we bring in Chandler Jones, which is a uh, an improvement on Ngakwe, but then you trade Ngakwe. Do you really think and, so? Yeah, dude. Ngakwe has one move and can't stop the run. Yeah, but neither can Chandler Jones. So good I'm just luck. saying, with and with the defense that Patrick Graham's bringing into uh, Vegas as well, he's a more versatile player. He can play the stand up and play outside linebacker. Play on the end, like he's just going to be a better fit. And then on top of that, you get a uh, what's his name? Was it Rockway Swim? I Sim, I can never pronounce it. Um, from the Colts, top Sim. five cover, uh, man to man cover corner according you to see? PFF last year. Um, 
in return and you're only paying an extra what like six million for Chandler Jones on on top of that uh but then like you said the big news of Devontae Adams which like when I saw the the little like snippet a couple weeks ago where Adams is buying a house in Vegas right you're like oh that's cool like that's not gonna happen you know what I mean he's not coming here but I mean you know probably bought Gruden's house so he could be neighbors to fucking Derek Carr you know who knows uh and then to find out that he tells the Packers that no I do not want to play for your franchise and I want to be traded to Vegas like there wasn't another team that was an option you know what I mean according to Adam Schefter when he reported that later today so the fact that like first off players don't want to come to Vegas we're just going to throw that out there like don't come to the Raiders excuse me you know what I mean like Nobody's ever wanted to come to the Raiders. They've just, the Raiders have had to overpay for everybody. Now they did make Adams the biggest or the biggest contract for a receiver in NFL history, right? 28 and a half a year. I think it is for five years. Um, But a, the dude deserves it. And B this Raiders offense has weapons everywhere. Now, like the one thing they were missing last year was a number one receiver and like cars was still able to throw for 4,800 yards with like Hunter Renfro and Zay Jones. You know what I mean? Like Waller missed like the second half of the season, basically. Like, so now you give him a legitimate number one, and then you have one of the best, if not, you know, like top three slot receiver in the league who just always gets open. And then Darren Waller, who's just a crazy dynamic weapon through the air. And then on top of that, you still have Josh Jacobs, Kenyon Drake in the backfield. They brought in Amir Abdullah today. Uh, who's a good pass catching back from Minnesota last year? I think he was. Um, like they're just stacked <laughs> offensively now, yeah. and like you're improving the defense at the same time. Not really you know what stacked. I mean? Like, they still have the worst quarterback in the division. I don't buy that either. What do you mean? You know? Who's a better? Who who is a? Hold on, who is Derek Carr better in that division? We were just talking about how Russell Wilson could be washed. Dude. I mean. Like, Russell Wilson has been on the decline, but he's still been better than Derek Carr. Like, there's, you cannot sit here and tell me, you cannot sit here and tell me that you would rather have Derek Carr over, over uh, Russell Wilson. You know you're fucking talking to, dude. Of course, I'd rather have Derek Carr over Russell Wilson. Last week you were telling me the Raiders might as well trade Derek Carr, dude. Yeah, because they hadn't done anything, and there was no in the future, dude. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? But now you have. The last time he had a weapon, and not even close to the weapons he has now, he was a fucking MVP till he broke his leg, dude. So here's the thing with with the Devontae Adams trade, dude. I, I obviously I I think it's good for the Raiders. I think the Chandler Jones signing is he better than Guacque? I don't know if he at this point in his career he's 32 years old. He only had 10 and a half sacks last year. Five of them came in week one. So you're telling me last 15 games of 16 games of the season you only had five sacks but he was getting doubled the whole time like it's a, it's a lot different now that you have crosby on the other no, side no he wasn't you know he I mean? wasn't getting doubled in until jj watt went out jj watt, watt didn't like go out until week eight <laughs> week eight still dude so he had week five eight. sacks ten and a half the entire year jj watt didn't play till the last game so you're telling me my right. man had three sacks or five and a half sacks the rest of the year i mean Dude, trust me, like, I'm a Cardinals fan, bro. I watched Chandler Jones for a long time when he was pulling this shit where he wanted a new contract extension. Last year, I was saying I don't know if I would pay him because he doesn't necessarily show that he's a guy. Now, is he better than Nguakwe? Maybe. I don't know. Is it an upgrade? I don't know. We'll see. 
but they did something. They went out and got him. They have him and Crosby, and obviously they need him to go against quarterbacks like Patrick Mahomes, Herbert, and Russell Wilson. So it makes sense in that sense. Going out and getting Devontae Adams, though, I mean, obviously it's Derek Carr's guy, dude. They played together at Fresno State. They obviously want to play together. But this tells me more that, like, you know, Aaron Rodgers going into this offseason and a couple weeks ago, like, there was this talk of, like, okay, he wants to make $50 million. He wants to be the highest-paid quarterback, whatever. But there's also this talk of, like, he wants to play with Devontae Adams. Like, that's his dude, right? Now this tells me that Aaron Rodgers didn't give a fuck about nobody. He just wants his money. (laughs) You know what I mean? Right. That that was going to be a point I brought up. Like, does this tell more? Because, like, Adams came out, it was a couple days ago, and was basically like, you know, fuck Rod. Now, he didn't say fuck Rodgers exactly, but he said that, you know, he was disappointed in the fact that Rodgers got paid and expects him to take the franchise tag. Uh, he did that last year, basically, by not getting his extension and, like, coming back for the team. Um, and that, you know, knowing – and they say, they claim, that Rodgers knew that Adams was leaving when he signed the contract. Do you buy that? Yeah, I was going to say, like, he had to have absolutely known. Or he had to have known, like, the the Packers probably came to him and said, like, hey, we could trade this dude for a second or first. What did you guys trade for him? A first and a – First and a second. First and a second. We always fuck up anyway. So they were probably like, yo, we're going to trade a first and a second. And, trust, and, and where did the Raiders draft at, Eddie? 22. 22. Drake, Drake London might be there. And yeah, there's just receiver talent there. And if you can get Drake London, like that's a dude that can fill in right away. I'm not saying he's going to be Devontae Adams, but I'm saying he could be a number one. Um, But at the same time, like I think that one thing the Packers should realize in the last couple of years is that especially having home field advantage throughout the playoffs and last two years, not being able to capitalize on it is that they need to be a run first team at this point in mm. Rogers career dude and I I think that they need to beef up the O line focus on the run game and you can add a good wide receiver in the first round but he's not going to be Devonte Adams but you know you can get a dude that could potentially be there longer as well and you can beef up what you're good at you know what I mean yeah. and the Packers aren't like necessarily that far off from being a Super Bowl contender obviously they won 13 plus games the last 2 years so I mean, the Packers side is interesting to me. As far as the yeah. Raiders are concerned, though, I just think, Eddie, I'm I'm, I'm sorry to say this, I, I still think they're the fourth best team in this division, dude. And, like yeah, the, and wrong, the Chiefs haven't done right. anything, dude. The Chiefs are just sitting still. And they're still the best right. team, dude. They're still a team to beat. I mean, the Chiefs not doing anything is kind of surprising. The only thing they did was, like, trade it. They got rid of a safety to bring in a safety, right? Um, and I think it's interesting that uh, Tyron hasn't, got like you don't hear anything about him you know what i mean uh wonder if that market's kind of drying up for him but uh back to the packers thing because you bring up an interesting point like were the packers thinking like yeah we'll take our first and our second round pick we're not going to spend 30 million because apparently the packers were offering 30 million a year but it was like a three or four year deal or something it's like less years but more money um but do you think they were thinking fuck it we'll trade him we'll get some picks and we can bring in a guy like a julio jones or a Jarvis Landry, you know what I mean? Like some of these um, free agent receivers out there to like supplement it, you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, like we're really going to find out, this is the one thing is like, is Devontae Adams that good? 
or was Aaron Rodgers making him that good? You know what I'm saying? I think obviously Adams is good, but um, you know, they always say that Rodgers can make anybody look good. And this is going to be like really legitimately his first like actual test. Like Brady already did all that. You know what I'm saying? Like the receivers for the Patriots for many years were dog shit. You know, um, and he still was winning. Well, you I mean, know, so Rogers always had like went. good receivers around him, though. You know, what I'm saying Greg Jennings, Donald Driver. You know what I'm saying? Like since then, who? Devontae Adams. Can you name a receiver from 2012 to now for the Packers other than Jordy Nelson? Right. Like this is like Devontae like Adams. But I'm just saying, like Rogers always had a guy. You know what I mean? No, he's definitely always had a guy, but I mean, Devontae Adams wasn't a guy before Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Aaron Rodgers no, for sure. made Devontae. I'm, I'm not saying he made Devontae Adams a guy, but I'm just, I'm just saying Aaron Rodgers was Aaron Rodgers before Devontae Adams even showed up there. You know what I mean? So, of course, of course. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, we're going to find out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, and now I think it helps too. Like, you know, when you get these big free agent like moves in the offseason, there's always like that like learning curve of like, a player learning how like a quarterback learning a receiver like learning his you know whatever i think it benefits the raiders in the sense that they already know each other yes absolutely you know absolutely i think that's huge they're especially going in the new system they played together in college they are they parent i mean they're close dude you know what i mean yeah like there's no like let's be real like Derek carr is not a second round pick without Devonte adams and Devonte adams might not be drafted in the nfl if it's not for Derek carr right because those two balled out in college together so like right but yeah. i i have to assume that aaron Rodgers knew i would think right that adams was on the on the way out dude you know what i mean and like it yeah it just feels like they have a plan like they told him like hey we're gonna lose adams right. but we're gonna do this you yep. know what I'm saying? Like, like I think you can get Julio Jones on, like, a two-year fucking yeah, but deal. Is, is Julio Jones going to retire? Like, I don't know, dude. Like, he was – he looked washed last year, bro. He didn't look good. You know yeah, what I dude. mean? Yeah, dude. Well, he so, hasn't fucking been healthy since, like, what, 2009? Like, Yeah, he hasn't been healthy he for a very league. long time, dude. He's always hurt, dude. But, like, I mean, even, like, a guy like Jarvis Landry, even. You know what I'm saying? Like you can get Landry a on piece. a lesser of a deal. I mean, right. You may even, like a prove it deal type deal. You may even be able to bring in a guy like Odell Beckham Jr., but you're not he's not gonna be able to play till like December next right. year, you know what I mean? Yep. And then there's the what's it called? Uh Robert Woods apparently is uh being not like openly t- like shopped around, but they're listening to calls on him now that they brought in Allen Robinson. I think it's gonna be uh, tough to trade him because he's been hurt though. Like, right. But I mean, for the Packers, you know, they're trying to find deals at this point because they still don't have a ton of money. Yeah. No, they, I mean, they don't, but I think they're going to, ha- I mean, they have MVS, they have Alan Lazard. They're both capable receivers, right? You bring mm-hmm. in another guy. Now, I, and honestly, I think they can draft that guy at 22, dude. Like, yeah, if, I think if so. Drake London falls to them, like, that might be a blessing in disguise, bro. You know what I mean? Or Alave from Ohio State, like, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Either one of those dudes follow them. I think it could be a blessing in disguise, and or they could draft an offensive lineman. And like I said, they could, um, you know, AJ Dillon is like, he, he hasn't really been used much, so that could be your due going forward, and you could yeah. build your offense really around him running the ball like Derrick Henry in, in Tennessee, dude. You know what I mean? So, right. like in no way do I think the Packers are dead. 
No. You know what I mean? No, no, no. Like, because like, every fucking reaction that you see online right now, the Packers are fucking dead. Like, Rodgers just took it all the money, no. and now they stink. Like, that's <laughs> no. not the case at all. They still had one of the best defenses in the NFL last yeah. year. Yeah. Like, let's not forget that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, they're still um, a good team. Yeah, they're still a great team. Still a great team. Still, you know, <laughs> they just don't have Devontae Adams now. So, like. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure. I mean, how many somewhere. how many wins is Devontae Adams really worth? I mean, they went they went one and zero without him last year. You know, well, they're you know? apparently they're seven and zero in games that he doesn't start. So yeah, so <laughs> I mean, like how val- that's what I'm saying. Like we don't know the the true value of Devontae Adams right. yet, and we'll and we'll, we'll learn find that out. this year. Yep, we'll absolutely find out. No. Uh, but let's also touch on some other AFC West signings. So obviously, the Chargers made a couple signings: J.C. Jackson, starting cornerback. Signed from New England Patriots. And then, obviously, um, also, Randy Gregory, last minute, turns his back on the Dallas Cowboys to sign with the Denver Broncos, Eddie. I mean, this is a division that is really adding up to be a very, very difficult division. I actually want to bring up the odds here. Um, it's really batshit crazy, in my opinion, dude. Like, like you, So, each team plays six games in their division. Right. Right. So that leaves 11 games where they play outside the division. Right. Also, they play the NFC West next year. Keep in mind, the division does. Um, so, I mean, let's just say for the sake of argument that they all split. Right. Each team wins their home game or whatever. And it's three and three in the division. Each one of these fucking teams could go like fucking nine and two, ten and one against the rest of the league. You know what I mean? Right. Like, easily. Yeah. Uh, currently, uh, the odds are the Chiefs plus 135, so they're the favorite to win the division, even though they've done absolutely nothing. Nothing. The Chargers plus 260, Broncos plus 310, and the Raiders still plus 500 behind. So, I mean, the Raiders plus 500 is a lot better than, like, every other division where the fourth mm-hmm. place team is, like, plus 1,500. Right. So I mean, you're well, not gain plus five hundred just from that trade then, because they were plus a thousand this morning when I bet on it. Yeah. So I mean, they have a. I mean, this is obviously only odd. I don't know what odds this is. This is just uh, from covers dot com. So there's basically gathering odds from everybody. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, I I I I tend to agree with them. I still think the Raiders are the fourth best team here. Even the fourth, but I. Even the fourth best team, let's just say, like, for the sake of argument that that is the case, that's still probably the fucking in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? No, there's like, no way. Just, you, there's no way you get four teams. Why not? You get three wild card teams and then the three division winners or four division winners, right? Yeah, so that leaves you two teams for the wild card or three teams. No, three. If three so wild only, card you teams, get, you get all three walk out of that fucking division. Like, no, there's no way, bro. I'm just saying, like, it's. Like whoever doesn't make the playoffs out of this division is going to be the best team in NFL history to not make the playoffs. That was how the NFC West was last year, and the AFC West for that matter. The AFC West was good too. Like it's uh, I again, I don't trust the fucking Broncos, dude. Like I know that they brought in Greg. I mean, they made great signings too. Like obviously bringing in Russell Wilson, you bring in Gregory, right? Um, but it's the fucking Broncos. <laughs> like I still don't, I can't. It's a new system, new regime. They know same things going on in Vegas as well. Um, so it's like you're gonna have to wait and see there. They, I mean, each team has the talent though. This is like the point that I'm making. Like it wouldn't surprise me if 
any of those four teams won the division, and it wouldn't surprise me if any of those four teams ended up in last. Like even the Chiefs, for example. There's like, no way the Chiefs end up in last. I mean, who knows, dude? Like, they were getting dollars. like fucking easy wins against the Raiders and the Broncos every year, right? You know what I'm saying? And now it ain't easy. Like they can easily lose to either any of those yeah, teams. You can say that every, you can say that every year, but once things get played out, like injuries happen and shit. Oh, of course. And I'll, and I'll be honest, and that's the thing where a quarterback, like, separates everything is because quarterback is usually, like, obviously the rules are tailored for quarterbacks, so they don't really get injured that often. But Russell Wilson tends to get injured, right? And he plays through injuries, but last year he really wasn't able to. And he's been declining, which is why I kind of agree with you. Like, the Denver Broncos, like, it's kind of a wait-and-see issue, mm-hmm. especially because Jerry Judy, Corton Sutton, and all those offensive weapons, they've kind of been hurt throughout the they've never stayed healthy bradley chubb on defense never really been able to stay healthy and then the chargers they last year they couldn't stop a fucking nosebleed running the ball dude. Like, yeah, they couldn't stop the run for shit and they had clear. khalil mack and yeah he's a better uh run stopper than joey bosa but still like neither of those dudes are like great run stoppers right the thing that could be very interesting though eddie is if the uh chargers if they're able to draft jordan davis out of georgia because he is an elite fucking defensive tackle, and if they're able mm-hmm. to get him, that could be very nasty business. And yeah. they were uh, they were able to draft Rashawn Slater, who was the best offensive tackle last year. And I said it on the APR podcast. I said it with with Chris Ransom on the on the show last year. I said Rashawn Slater is the best offensive tackle. He's better than uh fucking the kid that went to uh Detroit and they, they landed him, and you know what I mean and. So I mean the draft still has to be played out, but I, I, you still gotta agree the Raiders are the worst roster of the of all these teams, right? No, <laughs> no, not even no. I don't How? agree with that at all. How? How? Because they go, add, y'all. Because did you add a fucking? You're adding it to your defense and to your offense. Like good luck trying to stop, slow down the Raiders. Even now, the one thing that needs like the Raiders need. I don't know how much cap space they have. I haven't looked at what they have left in cap but like we gotta get a fucking tackle dude like if we don't have a right if we don't get a right tackle by the time the season starts then all these weapons don't mean anything you don't have a first we're not gonna have fucking time to throw it you know what i'm saying like um so they have to i mean they still got to shoot like this i mean it's only day what four free agency so they still have time you could bring in like a tackle like uh what's it called the cowboys just released collins right and like that's not a chance. Then I guess he's going to like everyone's saying he's going to Cincinnati, right? That's like right. The, the word on the street there. So like, but like bring in just like affordable players, though. like a Brian Bulaga, who's like injury prone. You could probably get him on the cheap. Uh, knows the AFC West already. He could fill in at right tackle for you. You know, there's options out there, but they have to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like same with Denver. Their offensive line is not very good. Um, and the Chargers lost Bulaga, but he was injured for them. Like, and they, you said they have Slater on the left side, who's fucking maybe the best left tackle no one talks about because that dude is fucking, he was a monster, dude. Like, no one could get any pressure on him on Herbert's blind side. You know what I mean? Um, on for when Slater's out there. Yeah, Slater is a, B, a beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm saying I think he's one of the best tackles in football, and it was his rookie year last year. So I mean, you can um, always you can always draft good dudes. It's just a matter of whether they pan out or not. You know what I right. mean? I I do think that this is an offensive line heavy type draft. I do think there's going to be some to be had. The problem is the Ra- Raiders don't have a first or second round pick this year, so 
Fuck those pigs, dude. Uh, yeah, fuck those pigs. But, <laughs> but you t- can probably get a someone who can start on your line in the third round yeah, when the, we do have a pick. The, uh, the issue, too, is you drafted a first-round right tackle last year, and if that dude can't fucking hold up Leatherwood, then you got issues. Yeah, well, the nice thing is, is that that was Gruden's boy, and, like, this regime clearly doesn't give a shit about who they had last year because, like, Alec Ingold, who is the heart and soul of the franchise, they just let walk, you know what I'm saying, goes and gets the highest-paid contract of a fullback in Miami, a.k.a. the Miami 49ers. And then, um, you know what I mean, they bring in a dude from, uh, I think it's Zach Johnson or something like that, I believe is his name, is fullback from New England. They bring in Bolden from New England, like, like it's clear that they don't like necessarily like if Leatherwood stinks, they just I have a, they just let him go, dude. You know what I'm saying? Then he uh, work on I filling mean, still, the, that hole. He's still in a rookie contract, dog. and he's still yeah, a good dude, man. bro. And at the same time, Eddie, fucking Josh McDaniels, he's coming from New England, and they love them Alabama kids, dog. Yeah, they love well, them. I don't think Leatherwood, like, I think Leatherwood will improve, though. I'm not, like, giving up oh, on Leatherwood at all. Improve. You know what I'm saying? Like, we we both thought that he was one of the better linemen coming out of the draft for his versatility, being able to move from guard to tackle and everything yep. like that. Um, so I don't want to give up on him yet. It was his rookie year. You know yep. what I mean? Not everyone's a stud when they come out as a rookie. Um, give the time. Give him some time to develop. It's a new blocking scheme, too. Like, they were, we were using a zone scheme last year. Um and now we're moving to more of a power run block or power blocking. That's you know, right. More, to, more double tight end sets too, which I think will help the offensive line in general. Um, not that Waller is a fucking blocker, but Foster Moreau is, is a is a good blocking Darren tight Waller, end. Definitely not a good blocker. Yeah, either, no. But... Like Waller's a glorified wide receiver. He's tight end, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Nice. So, but like, I don't know. It's the fact that like, if you were to talk to me two days ago, I was like, fuck this team. You know what I mean? Like they're not doing anything. Right. Obviously they're like being patient and things like that. But now it's like, at least we have a, like a like legitimate chance to compete in this division and not just compete in the division, which is by far the most insane thing I think we've ever seen in the NFL. One, right. div- one division, just like piling up players right well i mean they had yeah. to after after the broncos made that move for yeah. russell wilson it was kind of like all right if we're gonna compete we gotta fucking do something dude right because you already have the pressure. chiefs right who were the fucking best in the world yeah but they don't and then the thing with the chiefs though is they don't really have to do anything because they literally have the best quarterback on the planet like there's no debating that and they have tyree kill and kelsey so it's really about building around that and they already have a good offensive line and so they have very very few pieces to plug and they can do that through the draft but they're still the best team and it's why they haven't really panicked you know what i mean but when you have Patrick yeah, they Mahomes, don't you don't have to panic. to panic and i and i don't think the i don't think the chargers necessarily panicked either i think they recognize a little bit of their weakness although you know they need to stop the run dude <laughs> and they're like that's, Especially that's, in this division. I'm glad they like looked at their defense and were like, okay, this is our weakness. But it's like, yeah, they signed JC Jackson. Yeah, they trade for Cleo Mack. But it's like, okay, you need to address your weakness, dude. You were like one of the worst teams against a rush last year yeah. in DVOA, like 28th overall. So it's like, right. how are you going to address that this year? Okay, if they if they land Jordan Davis in the draft, pff, bro, 
I mean, give me the Chargers to win the Super Bowl. Like that's how that's what it's gonna be like for real. I'm not even joking. <laughs> but if they if they don't land somebody that can like plug the middle, dude. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're weak they're up screwed, the middle, dude. They're screwed. Yeah, they're weak up the middle. That's a problem. You know what I mean? It was and their like weakness that, all of last year too. Yeah, and they lost a bunch of games because of it. Even like the. The well, last week of the year against okay, the they Raiders, lost a bunch right? of games for that, and their coach fucking likes to go yeah. for it on fourth down. I know, on his own 18. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing, dude? Raiders still only got a field goal. Um, <laughs> but, uh, like, it's, I don't know, man. Like, I've never seen, like, a division race like this. Like, and it's, I mean, we haven't even played a game yet. So, like, yeah. these teams can come out and they can all fucking stink. That's you true. know what I mean? Like, there's hurt. nothing just because you win free agency doesn't mean you're going to win games. Absolutely. You know? um, like, I completely 100% understand that, but it is fucking like, like this, like these kind of like signings and trades and shit like that, they don't happen very often. Like, they feel like the Devontae Adams trade kind of shook the NFL a little bit. Yeah. I mean, you know like, I mean? And, and if you were to look at a weakness of the, of the Raiders, it was really their like secondary middle linebackers and their obviously their right side of their line and then their wide receivers. Right. And they get Devontae and Adams, so they solve one of those, you know what I mean? And you hope Leatherwood makes a jump on the right tackle. You could sign a right guard still. You or you could yeah. tra- or you could draft one. You could draft one in third, fourth round maybe. Right. Um and, and they can address those areas elsewhere. I, I just think the Broncos and the Chiefs are more complete teams. At this point, and the, and the Chargers, for that matter, although the Chargers do have a big hole in the middle in the, of the defense, I think, all, I think every one of these teams has a big hole, though. Yeah, but, you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean the, I mean the Chiefs have no a big perfect. hole on their defense, but you know they have an offense that can make up for it. And until That's otherwise, true, until proven Chiefs, otherwise, dude. I'm still gonna say like, you know, they're they're just they're in a, their own universe, dude. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think the Chiefs might set two records next year in being the highest scoring offense and the defense that gives up the most points in one season. You know what I'm saying? Cause like they haven't really done much, like you said, defensively, they haven't addressed any of their needs really that they had. Um, but, and like, they haven't, they don't really have to do anything offensively. Like the offense is fine. Like there's nothing that they need to do. They talk about signing like receivers here and there, but like if they don't sign them, then like, I mean, oh, getting well. a second receiver would be huge for the Chiefs, dude. Yeah, I agree. And they, they keep trying to bring these guys in. They don't work out, right? Like, Gordon came in, you know, well, I mean, never he, really he panned out. He a ton of time, and he hasn't been in the league for a minute. Right. I mean, right. it's tough to say what's going to happen next year, but they could also sign – they could also draft a kid, you know, for a yeah. second round, and he could be good. I mean, it. you're you're right, dude. Like, we just – we. This is a division where it's like it's so close, dude. Like anybody could win, anybody could lose, dude. Hundred percent. I like absolutely hundred percent. But you know, on face value, I'm gonna take the Chiefs just because they have Patrick Mahomes. Like that's the only reason why. <laughs> and then I'm gonna hope that things work out in their favor. But you're right, dude. Like we could take any team today, and by week four, we're like, oh, this is totally different. Right. Well, I mean, that's like every year too with every team, right? Like, um, but, and, uh, like around the other, like, let's talk about like the other teams real quick. You yeah. know what I mean? Like in the league, like there's a lot of other moves going down, but like yep. the one other division that I think is interesting and it's got your team. Let's go, NFC, y'all. 
is the uh, NFC West, dude. Like, it went from like a powerhouse division to now you have no like. I don't know what the Niners are are doing with with Garoppolo. I don't know how why he's not been traded yet. Are they waiting? Like, I mean, you know, honestly, the fact that Garoppolo hasn't been traded, I think that tells you something about Trey Lance. I think it tells right? you that the Niners do not think Trey Lance is ready, and that's okay, dude. Like, it's okay, dude. Like. Garoppolo has won over 60% of the games he started. Right. So if you don't think Trey Lance is ready, like, dude, you still have him on a rookie contract. Like, yeah, you gave up three first-rounders for him. Okay, so what? You can still let him sit and let Jimmy Garoppolo play another, uh, you know, another season. And if Jimmy Garoppolo gets hurt, you insert Trey Lance. If Trey Lance is good, you ride with him. If he sucks, you know, oh, well, good riddance. You move on the next year, right? I think the Niners, the Niners are in a big, they're in a big conundrum, you know, because of how much they traded for Trey Lance. So right. it's like the fans of San Francisco are like, okay, we need to play Trey Lance. Dude, we gave up way too much for Trey Lance. And then I think you got Kyle Shanahan and the football side. They're like, okay, we don't need to play Trey Lance yet. We still have Jimmy Garoppolo. He's still a a good starting quarterback in this league. I mean, teams would trade for him. And I think a lot of teams have already traded for their quarterbacks. And I don't know if the market is out there for Jimmy G, especially for the fact that he has to get shoulder surgery and he's not going to be able to throw for four months. So I don't know if that market really exists for that kid for the, for Jimmy Garoppolo. I agree. That's the, I agree too. Like the only team out there, like that's really looking for quarterback at this point, right. Would be the Colts. But like, now with the Deshaun Watson possibly going to Atlanta, more than likely going Matt to Atlanta. Ryan. Yeah, Matt Ryan, right? And that's the where they'd have to go. Like, and they or like the Falcons already came out and like Matt Ryan had a seven point five million dollar bonus that he's supposed to receive on Friday. Um, and if he if you know still on the roster, well, the Falcons worked out a deal with Matt Ryan to extend it to Tuesday. So there's a reason they extend it to Tuesday because right. they're going to know if Watson's going to be their quarterback next year, which I think they already know at this point. Yeah, there's you know reports saying? tonight saying or uh, Kyle Pitt said some shit too. Right, like that he already knows. And like it makes sense, right, because that's his hometown. That's where he's from. Yeah. And like that was the one team when all these like offers and everything were coming in, that was the one team he's like, I want to fucking go to Atlanta. So like figure that out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I think that's where he goes. And if that's the case, Matt Ryan has to be dealt. And I think that goes to Indy, which that's a perfect Indianapolis Colts fucking move. This would be their fucking sixth Surf. quarterback in six years or whatever it is. You know, they that's had Phillip Rivers bro. and fucking. What if Carson Andrew Luck Lance. comes out of retirement? Right. <laughs> like, I, I mean, that's a perfect fit for Matt Ryan to finish his career because he's—I mean, Matt Ryan's probably still got a couple years left, and if he doesn't have to be the gunslinger that he had to—that he's had to be in Atlanta for the last couple years—I yeah. think he's a much better player. Like you can just hand the ball off to Jonathan Taylor every fucking play. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You don't got, and then just make some plays every once in a while. Yep. Um, and that defense is so fucking good; they're going to get turnover. You know, I think it's—I just think that's a very good fit for him. Baker Mayfield talking about wanting to be out of Cleveland and Cleveland basically saying like, go fuck yourself. Like you're well, a quarterback. Because, I mean, Cleveland, they basically, they're not going to be able to get Sean Watson. So they're basically like, yo, we have no other option. You're our quarterback. Like, right. You think he holds out? Is. I mean, I, I don't because where, where else is he going to go? I don't know. 
You know, who who's going to be like, oh, we got to have Baker Mayfield. Right. Dude. And like, that's our like, guy. Uh, right. Like what team around the league has a like below average quarterback, right, that would want to make a deal? And that's really the Colts, right? But we just talked about Matt Ryan probably going there. Yeah, I take Matt Ryan all day over Baker Mayfield. Right, 100%. And then you have Carolina, but, like, Carolina has a lot of money invested in – what's his name after they gave him the extension? Your boy, Sam Darnold. Um, Yeah, but it's, like, it's not really guaranteed, dude. They can cut him before training camp. Still, like, Sam Darnold or Baker Mayfield, like, how much of an improvement is that? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, I guess Seattle. <laughs> I mean, Seattle, I think, is at the point where they're like, yo, we're going to lose. And we're taking right. for Bryce Young or we're taking for one. We're taking for one of these quarterbacks next year. Um, because, I mean, obviously next year has a lot better. I mean, I shouldn't say a lot better quarterbacks because every time we talk about like, oh, this draft has good quarterbacks or this draft has bad quarterbacks. Shit's bad. It always. Yeah, it always ends up being bad. So, I mean, who knows, dude? People say this quarterback class sucks. It could end up being good. So we'll see. Well, I mean, we'll see what Seattle does, dude. I I personally am shocked that Seattle traded Russell Wilson. Um, that honestly tells me more about what they think of Russell Wilson from here on out than anything. You know what I mean? And I think that they're like, yo, like we might as well just lose and get some picks and get some better pieces, but. Yeah, man, it's, it's going to be crazy. Um, let's take a break real quick. We'll hop back in here, and we're going to talk about uh, the Michigan Panthers. And what's what's the other team? The Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh uh, Marauder? Maulers. The Maulers, Pittsburgh there Maulers, dude. We're going to talk some USFL football. We're going to break it down. We're going to prepare for the USFL season, but we're also keeping you updated with the NFL, which we're going to do throughout the offseason. So. Stay locked with us. Uh, We'll be right back.
All right, we back, we back. We are back, ready to talk some USFL football. Happy St. Pa- Happy St. Patrick's Day to everybody out there. Hope y'all are celebrating. I am drinking a green beer. I don't know if you noticed, but I'm doing it. <laughs> For the sake of us all out here. St. Patrick's Day, it. baby. Uh, but let's hop into these F- USFL teams. We'd be breaking down these USFL teams. Um, last week, we started with New Orleans and Birmingham. Or no, we did uh, Houston and Birmingham, right? Yep. Yeah, Houston yep. Birmingham. This week, we're doing Michigan and Pittsburgh. So, bless you. Thanks. Jesus, that came out of nowhere. Eddie got fucking COVID. I'm allergic to the USFL, apparently. <laughs> nah, so this week we're talking uh the michigan panthers and we're talking the pittsburgh maulers so let's let's talk about the pittsburgh maulers first because it's like uh the least known team out here so the pittsburgh maulers head coach kirby wilson if you're uh not familiar with kirby wilson that's because he is He was in the league forever, running backs coach. Yeah, coach forever for a lot of different teams. Yeah, 23 years, I think, is the grand total of his coaching experience. Sheesh. What's your thoughts on the Pittsburgh Maulers, dude? Um, So, again, looking at the roster, not much, dude. (laughs) I know uh, Josh Love, the quarterback from San Jose State. Like when we're doing these breakdowns, like we, again, we explained this last week, we're looking for players that like might've had some NFL experience, might've had, you know, just some names some to kind of catch ourselves to. Yeah. It's pretty much anything. And like, not going to lie, dude, like I didn't see much on this roster that I could really break down and talk about. And a lot of these USF, like once the season gets going, we'll know a lot more about these teams. So we'll actually be able to break things down with like stats and numbers and things like that. Um, so at this point, we're just kind of looking for names. I don't looking see for like a decent roster and like to find a decent roster, you have to have people that you actually fucking know about, <laughs> you know, right, I mean? like, right. I'm not going to sugarcoat it by any stretch of the imagination. And, like, a lot of these teams in the USFL, they have zero NFL experience. Yeah, they've been on fucking uh, rosters before. And a lot of the quarterbacks have, like, had some college success. Josh Love, I mean, had great success. I was just, I was shocked he wasn't drafted in the NFL. He's a second-drafted quarterback of the Pittsburgh Maulers. I do think that he will end up the starting quarterback yeah, of this I team agree with at that. some point. And that's not because he played for San Jose State. I just think he's better than Kyle Laletta. He has bigger, uh, you know, he's he, he played for a bigger competition. Um, but, you know, outside of those two guys, like, I don't know a ton of guys here. Like, Isaiah Battle, offensive line, he played for the Rams for a couple games. Vidal Alexander, he's never played an NFL game, but he was drafted. Uh, I mean, it's just – it's. It's just a bunch of dudes that have been on practice squads, dude. Yeah, it's a practice squad league, dude. Like, and keep in mind, like, this is essentially amateur professional football, right? Like, it's the minors. You know what I'm saying? Like, pull up a depth team from any baseball team and tell me how many people you know on there, right? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, again, once we get into the season and know more about these teams, it's gonna we're gonna actually know these players because we'll see them play, right? Uh, you'll learn way more about them 
Right now, this team doesn't jump off the fucking charts to me, dude. Like, out of the three that we've talked about so far, this is, like, the least appealing of the three. Right. In my opinion. What's their odds for, like, the title? Um, Their odds for the title as far as Pittsburgh plus 600. So, they were up there with, like, Houston and Birmingham, which we talked about last week. Right, pretty much everybody is in that category, right? Because, uh, again, even the books don't have any idea. And they study this every second of the day. So, uh, my opinion, this will probably be one of, the low, like, one of the worst teams in the league. But, again, now that I said that, they're going to go undefeated. <laughs> I mean, who knows, dude, at this point. It- <laughs> It's crazy because in the in the XFL, like the team I thought was going to be the best was actually actually ended up being the worst. But let's move on to the Michigan Panthers. So the Michigan Panthers, um, this is honestly they have the best odds to win the USFL this year, plus four hundred, and rightfully so. I mean, when you look at these these teams here, like you can obviously recognize more names than anyone else. Paxton Lynch first round draft pick he's the only dude in this entire league that was drafted in the first round of the nfl draft so i think that already gives him a heads up plus they have shea patterson who might arguably be like the third or fourth best quarterback you know be starting on a different team yeah when you when you are looking at these rosters so that's uh very interesting um from that point of view but i mean aside from that Again, a bunch of dudes that have just been on practice squads mm-hmm. um, haven't really done a ton. Right. Like, I remember, I recognize the name, like, Quincy Adebayo, the receiver, you know, again, undrafted. Uh, was it the Ravens on the practice squad? But, um, you know, didn't pan out because of a leg that he had. Like, there's, and this is a team that has more names on it that you can recognize. But I think the big name at the end of the day is Paxton Everyone knows who Paxton Lynch is, I feel like, if you've watched football in the last 10 years. Uh, right. You know, so that's a name that you know. Like, Taiwan Jones, inside linebacker that they have. Like, I thought I knew that name, but then I realized the like, that's just a running back from the NFL. <laughs> so it wasn't him. <laughs> but, um, yeah, this is probably the team that I'm looking forward to watching the most, just for the fact that, like, I want to see what Paxton Lynch can do, because I always thought he got a bad rap. Uh, with the Broncos when he was in the league because he was with the Broncos, and that's just, that stinks. Uh, so this is kind of the team I'm looking to, like, watch more. Like, if I had an option of watching this or a different game, I'd be putting on uh, Michigan probably. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, it's going to be And Jeff be Fisher's a, the head coach. Jeff Fisher is the head coach of the Michigan Panthers. I mean, he might honestly be the best head coach of the of the whole entire USFL, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hundred percent. I agree. I mean, he's been in the Super Bowl. Hey, he, he has been in the Super Bowl. Win. He was a yard short from winning the Super Bowl too. He was literally that close. Right. Like, and Jeff Fisher is a good coach. I mean, he lasted in the league for a very, very, very long time. Probably because he had some dirt on the owner of the Titans. But like, you know, that's, <laughs> let's uh, go, y'all. <laughs> you know, that's because that's how a lot of these coaches lost. Jerome. <laughs> so yeah, um, but. Again, if you have Jeff Fisher as your head coach, you can't be done too bad, in my opinion. That's true. That's true. What's their odds of win? Aren't they like the favorite in the USFL right now? Yeah, no, definitely. I feel like Michigan is absolutely the favorite. 
Um, so that's definitely going to be the team I'm going to be looking forward to. If I were to put money on who's going to win the USFL, it would definitely be Michigan Panthers. Find the fucking APR USFL football team. Who? Me? I think we just did, dude. I think we both are Michigan fans. Yeah, I think maybe. I mean, I just think they're the going to be the best, dude. I think they're going to win. Not necessarily my favorite. Um, we need a West Coast team before I c- claim a favorite. Let's go, y'all. It's only fair, dude. All right, y'all. Thank y'all for tapping in with us. Uh, you know, for Raider Eddie, follow him on Twitter at Eddie TSP. You can follow me on Twitter at Jordan Rules TSP. Make sure you go to Tavour.com or download the Tavour app straight to your mobile device and use promo code TAPROOM for $10 off your first purchase of $25 or more. That's Ready Ready. I'm Jordan Stacks on Stacks on Stacks. Let's. We will see y'all next week. Have a great week. Enjoy March Madness. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Catch y'all later. Yeah, I think of